So I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but sometimes I really screw things up. Uh, what do you mean sometimes you really screw things up, Mr. Gonzalez? Don't you always screw things up? Well, that's not entirely true. Sometimes I do things very right. I did something very right when I found my life partner in Alana. I did something very right when I had two beautiful children. And then other things are negligible in my life. But one thing that I did very right, I think, is start a Berenstain Bears podcast. I love it. I love doing the Berenstain Bears podcast. Even when it gets super stressful, it's always fun in its own way. I get to talk about a family of cartoon bears once a week and there's nothing I love more than I mean there's a lot of things I love more than that honestly I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and blow smoke in your face I, I I do enjoy doing things more than talking about the Berenstain Bears but this is up there it's fun and it's giving me a way to focus uh, throughout you know 2020 but sometimes I do screw up sometimes I screw things up uh, in a big way I make a lot of mistakes I, uh, I I forget to do chores around the house that I meant to do I forget to uh, you know, I forget to uh, make return phone calls. I forget to look up uh, information about companies that I need to to get to get bids from. I, I forget to do a lot of things. I'm a forgetful person. I think it may be a manifestation of my anxieties. Who knows? Uh, but one thing I forgot to do was uh, hit record on my microphone and my recorder when I did a live broadcast uh, earlier about this week's book. I was going to do a live broadcast for my patrons and simultaneously record it as an episode of the show uh, to broadcast audio-wise, and then lo and behold, I never hit record. This isn't the first time I've done this. This isn't the first time I've done this. Once I did it for a live show that is now lost to the ages. But it is uh, annoying because I was then like, okay, I'll just rip this audio from this video and use that instead you know what's the big deal but it was a broadcast it was live streamed and there were a lot of glitches in the sound uh, a lot of compression noise and it was this would be unpleasant to listen to i'm not going to make people listen to this mess so the other the next thing i thought was i'll you know i was like you know what? i'll do a fun experiment i will watch the video with closed captioning and just attempt to recite my words along with myself and then i was like that's really would be a horrible thing to do because that would be like the most laziest thing to do is like following not even a script following an improvised episode of a podcast like just just do this show again but i'm like well, that's unfair because then my listeners won't get the spontaneity of me discovering this book for the first time and then i'm like dude it's a lift the flap book about how fun the snow is buckle down and do another episode Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are looking at the Berenstain Bears Possessive S Winter Wonderland from 2011. This is a Jan and Mike Berenstain joint, and it's a Lift the Flap book, as I said up top. And I don't, it's really hard to judge these Lift the Flap books. The biggest thing I get out of them is that they're super shiny. All the material is super shiny. These pages have to be so fortified to to withstand all the lifting and flapping that that as soon as light hits these things, it becomes like a like a, an, an object you could use to signal ships at sea. If I was out in the middle of the ocean and I got my boat rammed by pirates, because that's what pirates do, they ram boats. I know because I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Pirate Adventure. I don't know the title of it, actually. Assassin's Creed Pirate Game. Uh, the, I know that you can ram boats with your pirate ship. And if I got rammed by a pirate ship, I would hold up a copy of the Berenstain Bears Winter Wonderland and just flat flash it, flash it at, the, flash it at the help, help me, help somebody, help me, and they'd be like, lo, lo and behold, I, I don't know what's, why, okay, you don't care about sailor men. What you care about is Berenstain Bears Winter Wonderland and uh, the fact that I am doing this book because 
It's the week of Hanukkah, ladies and gentlemen. Hanukkah started on December 10th, the evening of December 10th. That's how Hanukkah works. Begins at sundown, like that first candle. And it would seem uncouth to do a Christmas book this week because it's Hanukkah, and Hanukkah deserves a little place in the sun. Unfortunately, there are no Hanukkah books in the Berenstain Bears universe. So the best I can do is take one of my winter books and focus on it instead. There's no Christmas in this whole book. On the back, there's ads for other other holidays, and this is just winter. This is like, hey, Berenstain Bears, they enjoy that snow. They enjoy that snow. Now, as it's a lift the flap book, you're not going to get the joy of watching me lift these liftable flaps. You're not going to get to see that, but uh, but we'll see what we can do. We'll see if I can replicate this, although not replicate it too much because the discovery of the flap lifting is, uh, is a Patreon thing. If you want to see me lift some flaps, go to patreon.com forward slash deep in bear country. Toss me a buck a month. I'll show you some flap lifting. You'll get to see it. It's a good time. Uh, but no, this wasn't even my idea. Uh, the other day, Alana came up to me and she said, you're not going to do a Christmas book the week of Hanukkah, are you? And I kind of hemmed and hawed. And I was like, I, I don't have any Hanukkah books. I just do the books. But then I was like, that's that's a, that's a, that's a cruddy thing to say. I, I, can, I can do this. That's why we're t- covering Winter Wonder. Even though this is 2011, skipping ahead a little bit. It's still a Jan book. The hand of Jan is still here. And as such, it feels like it's part of a different era. And it's a nice book. I like this book. So what is this book? It's sort of a look at bear country. It's sort of a look at... just. I mean, okay, they're all looks at bear country. It's sort of a look at bear country in the midst of winter. And what is there to do in bear country in the middle of... There's a lot to do in bear country in the middle of winter. I'll tell you that. Uh, the plot for, you know, for what it is, is that uh, Brother Bear wants to throw a snowball. He wants to hit Sister Bear with snowballs. He wants to have a snowball fight. And Sister Bear is too busy enjoying all the other things there are to do in Berenstain Bear Country. Uh, on the first page, he's like, let's have a snowball fight. And Sister is like, I'm building a snow bear and I'm going sledding. And that snow bear is revealed behind a tree. And those sleds are revealed behind a stump. And uh, Sister Bear has built this snow bear. It's three three giant snowballs, carrot nose stocking cap and some some branches for arms and uh we have a rule in our house in this house i don't know if this is a universal snowman rule but uh snowman arms are not built by twigs that you break off of trees is that a rule in your house is that a rule where you come from in our house you do not build their arms out of out of broken off branches you build them out of branches that have fallen if you can't find a fallen branch use something else use i don't know twizzlers i don't know what you use uh use a an iron rod but you don't break you don't damage a tree to create life that's just not done in the background of this picture while brother bear is packing his snowball uh we see mama holding up honey bear to put bird food in the bird feeder and i am delighted to report that their bird feeder is exactly like mine ours this house's uh has a little flip top flip up top pouring the bird seed and the birds land on this little like platform and they eat but ours has a little trick uh, it's not a platform the birds land on. It's a pole. And if anything too heavy lands on that pole, it shuts that bird feeder, keeping squirrels away, although it doesn't work. I mean, it, they, they can't really get into it that easily, but the squirrels, they 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 don't give up. They do not give up. They persist in exploring that bird feeder. So uh, brother's like, okay, let's have a snowball fight. We did your snowman. We did your sledding. Let's have a snowball fight. And sister's like, no way, man. I want to go ice skating. They're at the They're at the lake. It's a Peanuts-esque lake. They have stuck their sleds in the ground, and sister's throwing on her skates. There's a barrel on the ice, a skating today on it. Looks like an explosive barrel, by the way. Uh, speaking of Assassin's Creed, you see a barrel in that game, you shoot that barrel, and it makes a big blow-up noise, and it wipes out some some enemies. I was going to say it wipes out some bad guys, but you're a pirate in it, so you're kind of the bad guy. It wipes out some people. 
some human beings, take some lives. Uh, but this barrel is not an exploding barrel, although it could be one. This barrel is simply dis- is hiding a bear, a young bear cub, who is doing some twisty twirls. I don't know what they're called. Sow cows, triple lutzes. I don't know what it is. Uh, there's a bear behind that barrel, barreling through some bear moves. And on the other side of the ice is, oh, the weirdest lift the flap in the book. Okay, we have bears playing hockey on the ice. So on half the ice is bears just enjoying their day on the other half of the ice is bears in a competitive spirit they're gonna get some they're gonna they're gonna hit that hockey man hockey hockey puck hockey disc the hockey lozenge hockey ball and so they're sort of skating around and there's a goal as you can imagine it's a net goal and you lift the flap to see behind the net goal but you're like how can you see behind the net like you can see through a net well ho 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 in bear country Hockey goalies exist on a non-Euclidean plane because you flip this goal and you see a bear behind the goal. I don't know how it works. I don't know how the, the refracting of light and shadow works in on the bear ice. Maybe there are ice crystals in the way tricking the eye, but this bear is hiding behind nothing. Is invisible through a hole. Well, brother and sister get so freaked out by this non-Euclidean bear that they skate away from that part of the ice and they come upon an ice fishing shack. And now, let's talk about ice fishing shacks. If you're from the Midwest, as I am, or any place, I guess, that has a deep freeze in the winter, and also large bodies of water that hide fishes, then you're probably familiar with the concept of an ice fishing shack. What is an ice fishing shack? What's right there in the name? It's a a shack where you ice fish. I mean, it's it's you don't even worry about it. It's a shack where you ice fish. It's you, it's, if you know, if you can comprehend words, you figured out what an ice fishing shack, it's just, it's literally a shack and inside that shack is a person, and inside that person is a desire to fish in the ice all by yourself. And you see these things out on the ice. As soon as that ice freezes to a certain d- degree of thickness, these shacks pop up. Some are made out of wood, some are made out of metal, some are pretty big and fancy. In fact, they have an ice fishing design competition every year, or well, maybe not this year, but uh, where people just try to design the fancy schmanciest ice houses. It's fun. It's it's a good time. It's a laugh. It's a lark. Uh, and usually inside is a is a is a man just trying to get away from it all. And his name is Oli or Sven, and there are hilarious jokes about him. Look up Sven and Oli jokes online. That's S-V-E-N and O-L-E. And I guarantee you so many, so many laughs. You can take those laughs. Once this COVID is over, you go to the bar, you take those laughs to that bar. I guarantee you one free drink. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's just, maybe you'll just get a, Maybe you'll finally get that space you've desired at the bar. Tell enough of these jokes. But inside, so what's funny is when I saw this the first time, I saw, I was like, ice fishing shack? Who's in there? Grizzly Gus? I can't imagine any bear in bear country who would be in an ice fishing shack other than Grizzly. Yeah, it's Grizzly Gus. And it's he's just sitting on a coffee can with a string in the water. This is a, the non, there's no heater in this ice shack. There's no picture of his wife. It's just Grizzly Gus. So the bears, okay, they're done skating. They hang up their skates on a piece of, so they hang up their skates. And sister's like, let's go snowshoeing now. I don't know where they got these snowshoes, but they str- slap them on and they go tromp the snow. Snowshoeing is one of those, th- snowshoeing is one of those activities that was created because once upon a time you had to get from point A to point B in the snow. And the only way to do that without literally losing your feet to frostbite was to strap a pair of nets onto your feet and tromp across the type of a snow. Tromp, tromp across the top of the snow like a, a Legolas elf, like a like a Tolkien-esque being. Tromp across. You didn't do it for fun. You did it because you had to get to the doctor to get your to get your distemper medicine. You had to get across the snow because Beth is sick again, and you're about to learn the meaning of self-sacrifice. You had to tromp across that snow. 
Now people do it for kicks, I guess. But it's like, it's like eating lutefisk. We used to create lutefisk because we had to preserve the fish for a long time. So you'd stick it in a bucket of lye until the bones turned to jelly. And then you'd eat the jelly bones like pudding, like fine pudding. You don't have to do that anymore, but people still do it. People still eat the jelly bones. They're like, you're... You want some lutefisk? I'm trying even to try to do a Minnesota accent. They say, you want some lutefisk? And you're like, no, because I'm not starving to death in my snowshoes. But people love it. Or they, people are used to it. And snowshoeing is like that. I'm like, you don't have to do this anymore. Why is this a sport? Why is this a fun event? I guess people like it. To me, it looks like a lot of like lifting up your foot and putting it back down. And that's too much work. But brother and sister sure do seem to enjoy it. They go tromp into the trees. Uh, it's just a Here's a sound coming from a tree, though. It's a hoo-hoo-hoo. hoo She's like, shh, I hear something in the tree. And I'm like, probably an owl because it's going hoo-hoo. And you, sure enough, you lift the flap and there's an owl. Darn big owl. If I, I mean, I would think this was like forced perspective or something if I didn't know for a fact that the Berenstains don't ever do that. But So this owl is larger than sister. Swallow her whole hind first. Uh, and then here's my favorite part of the book. So Brother Bear is like, shh, 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 listen, I hear something inside this den. And you see a den and you see the letter Z's coming out of it. Zzz. It's snoring. I hear, I hear someone snoring inside this den. And it's not a bear's den, though. I mean, it is. Spoiler alert. There's a bear in it. But it's a there's a door, like a front door with a doorknob and hinges. It's not like a it's not a K. It's a bear's home. You guys live in trees that have been fashioned into livable houses, but it's still a tree. This is just a tree. It's not even a cave. It's a tree with a door in the front. It's like if I walked by someone's house and was like, shh, I hear someone snoring inside that house. Let's get out of here. Like, that's not, it's just a house. It's a, it's a man's house. And it is indeed a man's house. There's a, I mean, it's a bear. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but it's a bear. Sleeping with a teddy bear with a clock that says spring and winter. They're hibernating. They're in torpor. Uh, as we all know from the Berenstain Bears uh, and the Ice Monster, uh, bears in bear country don't hibernate. But there is a religious faction that believes they should hibernate. It's a cult, actually. It's a hibernation cult. Uh, I'm not making this up. If you haven't listened to the Berenstain Bears and the Ice Monster episodes, what it's about, a hibernation cult that believes that bears need to return uh, to the habit of hibernating. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Uh, the Ice Monster was Big Paul, by the way. So just giving that, giving that up right off the bat. Uh, so they're done ice shoeing, snow icing, snow shoeing. And brother's like, come on, let's have this snowball fight. That's the plot of this book. And sister's like, I'd rather be snowboarding. Let's go. So they steal a snowboard from a ski jump site. And there's a lift the flap of a ski jump, like a, a carrier, a lift, a ski lift. And it does the it does the the ice hockey thing where it's made of bars. A ski lift is just a series of bars and tubes with a chair attached to it. There is nothing behind this thing. But when you lift the flap, Oh, ho, it's a ski jumper. And I'm like, how could we not see him before? He's not behind anything. But they decide to go snowboarding, I guess, because on the next page, they are snowboarding through town, through the heart of Bear Town. And Brother Bear's like, I want to have a snowball fight. Sisters all, this isn't the place for it, brother. We are in the middle of the city. Get a grip. We, there is an ice sculpture contest today. There is a bear working his darndest on an ice sculpture of another bear, probably a relative of his. And you want to have a snowball fight in the middle of all this? Why, not in front of the cocoa den, brother. Not in front of the hot shop. Not in front of the ice house. I don't know what the hot shop is, but it is it is fully committed to 
to providing the bears of bear country with the concept of warmth. Get a grip, brother. We can't have a snowball fight in the middle of town. Why? There's a there's a a man snow snow plowing, snow blowing, uh, snow. I, I guess a side. I guess a side. So okay. So this picture is of the middle of Bear Town. There's the cocoa den, the hot shop, and the ice house. The cocoa den sells cocoa, presumably. The ice house sells large blocks of ice for your ice box at home. I don't know who is buying this much ice in block form. I guess it's just for the ice sculpture contest. And the hot shop. Will someone please tell me what the hot shop is? I still don't know. I don't know what the hot shop is. Uh, and also a bear snow blowing. I don't know if you have a snowblower. They seem like more trouble than they're worth. But thank you to whoever snowblows our front walk. That's a blessing. But still, snowblowers, get a grip. Who needs them? But thank you so much for blowing our snow in front of our house. I could not imagine shoveling all that snow. But snowblowers, snowblowers. Uh, So brother and sister have now successfully snowboarded through Beartown. Uh, And sister's tired. And she's all, hey. There's the sleigh ride shack. Let's get a sleigh ride home. And this is a new business in Beartown. I've never heard of the sleigh ride shack. But there it is. Sleigh rides and brother and sister, they hop aboard a sleigh. Uh, and these these leave their snowboards right by the sleigh. Again, they just it's just, we're done with this, I guess. Let's hop. Like, they have left ski, like, like skates and sleds and now snowboards and helmets just strewn about this town. They must be rich, I guess, because... They also like hire a sleigh to get themselves home. Hire a sleigh, they get themselves home. Horse looks tired, I'm telling you. This horse looks like he's seen some stuff. And maybe I don't know. Maybe they maybe they didn't pay for this. Maybe it's a favor owed to them. Maybe Papa helped build this sleigh. Or maybe they are uh, they have like a a tab. They, you know, like at the end of the at the end of the winter, the sleigh ride guy is gonna be like, uh, Mama and Papa Bear, you guys owe me like ten thousand dollars for all these sleigh rides I've given your kids. So uh. No pun intended, but pony up. So they get home, they hop out of the sleigh, and sister's like, hey, hey. So brother's like, I guess there's no time left for a snowball fight. And sister's like, oh, there's always time for a snowball fight. She tosses that snowball, hits brother in the head, but not in the front of the head, on the top of the head, because she throws it underhanded and it lands on top of his head, which it's a heck of a flex there, sister. I guess weird. That's weird. So uh, I guess they have their snowball fight because that's how the story ends. And uh, we close the book. So the Berenstain Bears Winter Wonderland. What have we learned? Well, we've learned that Bear Town is a place of skiing and snowboarding. It's a place of ice skating and sleigh riding. It's a place of ice sculptures and hot houses, cocoa towns and ice blocks. It's a place of snow blowing and bird feeding. It's a place of winter, a winter wonderland, if you will. And I will. I definitely will. It's a beautiful place. And this is a, so this is a Jan and Mike book for ages four through eight, just like the last lift the flat book. Probably not going to hold the attention of any child over the age of like six, but that's fine because you know what? This is a pretty smart looking book. This is a good looking book. One thing I like about the color, the, 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 uh, the slick glossy pages, the flippity flap, lift the flap pages is it really makes the colors pop. And this book has a lot of white because it's a winter book, but it is very colorful, brother and sister in their, in their little parkas and hats. And I don't know, I just like this book a lot. It's, it's, got some good, it's got some good scenery. It's got some good layouts. The flaps aren't too excited. It's no and the haunted house. You know, you're not, you're not, you're, nothing's, nothing's going to surprise you, but partly because the text gives away every single thing that you see. Uh, a word to the wise, lift the flap wise. Print the revelation on the inside of the flap. 
like if it's if it's an owl behind in a tree when you lift the flap it should say hoo hoo on the inside of the flap that way it's still a mystery but other than that other than other than the fact that there's not enough mystery in this 5-year-old five 5-year-old's five lift the flap book for this 44-year-old man uh, it's a good one Jan and Mike Barron say, it's a good, it's, this is a fun book to add to your collection. Uh, I know I don't usually do recommendations in this in this show, but uh, yeah, if you got kids who like Lift the Flap books, it's a fun one. And it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, but it's still super wintry and nice. So if you celebrate Hanukkah, as we do in this house, and you're listening to this on the day of, and you're getting ready to light that third candle, all I have to say is happy Hanukkah. To you. And if you don't celebrate Hanukkah and you want to know a little bit more about it, I don't know, call call a a rabbi. Be like, hey, man or woman or you, you know, you rabbi, can you teach me a little bit about Hanukkah? And they're like, probably, probably can. Or you can like just check out a book for for children because there's a lot. Or just look it up. Google what's Hanukkah. You can spell it however you want. Google recognizes it. And you'll be like, all right, thanks. I'll do just that. And then you'll be like, I still don't get it. There's like, what's a Maccabee? And then you then you'll be lost down a worm like a wiki wormhole. Cause you'll one thing you'll find out is that there's not a whole lot about it in, in the old writings. You gotta like you gotta really dig deep into like Jewish like 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 rabbinical stuff. Like rabbinic like a lot of the stuff from Hanukkah comes later. Came later. So uh if you celebrate it though, good on you. And I will be I will be raising my glass to you tonight. And if you don't, I mean, I keep I, what am I saying? I, this is my Hanukkah episode. It's the closest we'll ever come to doing a real Hanukkah episode because there's no bare Hanukkah. Mike, write a Hanukkah book. I know your publishers won't publish it. That's fine. Just send me a copy of it. Just write it, do some crude illustrations. Send me the only Berenstain Bears Hanukkah book. And I will appreciate I will hold it close to my bosom and cherish it as the only Berenstain Bears Hanukkah book. Uh, or commission me to write one. I'm not Jewish, but I, I live in a Jewish household. I could probably figure it out. I mean, I could certainly do it for the big. It's about time we figure out that the Bruin family is the Jewish family by the Barons. Like their face, they are the Jewish family. And I say that, I don't know why. Maybe Trudy Brunowitz is also Jewish. Maybe there's more Jewish characters than we think. Maybe there are. Maybe that's maybe that's my new headcanon. <laughs> Is the Bear family is like the is are the odd are the odd ducks in Bear Town? There's mostly Jewish people here. Yeah, that's a that's my new that's my canon. I'm sticking with it. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with this. I had to I had to I tried my hardest not to regurgitate points I'd made in the in the uh, in the original video. So thank you for putting up with all my mistakes and my errors. Uh, I'm just a sad sad boy talking about bears and you listen sometimes so uh thanks so much for listening i'll be back with more christmas stuff uh i hopefully by the time christmas comes around i'll put together a nice big surprise uh episode that just for you so uh fingers crossed that it all works out but uh thanks so much for listening you can find me at berenstainbearcast.com you can find me on twitter at bstainbearcast and on patreon.com forward slash deep in bear country so uh stay warm drink the cocoa go to your hot house ice the fish and i'll see you all next time deep in bear country